This episode of GameScoop is brought to you by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash gamescoop for your free audiobook download. Welcome back to GameScoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. This is Justin Davis. Hello. That's Anthony Gallegos. That's Brian Altano. Hi. I couldn't, since Brian's here, I couldn't steal his line. Yeah, today. normally he says brat, brat. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. Did you guys all have good Thanksgiving? Yeah. Any, it, was pretty, it was pretty all right. Are there any stories to share? Anything of note that happened? Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday, if people don't know this. I like Christmas a lot, too. That's the first question, right? Is, come on, what about Christmas? Yeah. And my thesis is that Christmas carries with it, it's a very stressful time of year as well. I like Not giving and receiving know. gifts. I like seeing my family. I get to travel back, but... You know, it's got all these stresses and pressures, and Thanksgiving's just like the most laid back, like easy. Even cooking a turkey is easy. It's like I, the easiest meat. I saw Red Dawn on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Was that? I thought that movie was awful. Yeah. But, it's getting uh, really bad reviews. But I saw it in my hometown theater where, you know, my hometown is very conservative, very much the people in that movie. And, uh, the people in my theater were like really into it. They, they, did, they didn't like that me and Mitch kept laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yes. That so, movie's been done for like two years, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's been on the shelf. And and the thing is, is I thought they had changed it from being originally it was supposed to be about the Chinese invading, then they changed it to Korea, and then eventually they got the okay and changed it to China. I thought. Oh. But the movie's about North Korea invading, which is just so dumb. Yeah, they changed it. Like it's it was so originally Chinese, and they had to use I think like CG to change out all the flags and like all their uniforms and stuff. Yeah. But are the actors Chinese or Korean? They. Okay. Uh, well, I, oh. <laughs> Racist <laughs> corner. <laughs> we pushed you right into it. Uh, I loved the original Red Dawn Me too. when I was a kid. Yeah, so. it's Who a didn't? Movie. Everybody did. You know. And speaking of movies from that time period, Anthony was just telling us that on Thanksgiving, he and his family watched Enemy Mine, which is so <laughs> random. Louis Gossett, Gossett Jr.'s best performance, I'll say. I mean, <laughs> okay. I don't think he'd be happy to hear that. Yeah. Ah, I think it is. I mean, every other time, Louis Gossett Jr. always plays the same stern military dude in every movie, and then yeah. in this one, he's like playing like a gurgling alien. An alien life form. <laughs> but, but he does a good job of like establishing that they have a culture. That movie's great. That is a fantastic it holds, movie. It holds up? And the I mean, CG in it still holds up really well, too. It wouldn't have been CG at the time. Well, it might have been. Like some, the some, of it, some of it, the space scenes and stuff with the spaceships amongst the planets. I think it's all puppets it's probably, and paintings. It's yeah. probably a combination of paintings and models, but I'm saying that stuff holds up really well. And so did like the monster parts with yeah. like the antlion monster yeah. that comes out of the ground. Like That's still such a cool movie. Wow, I need to watch that again. So. That's, I love that you watched that. How is there no remake for that? No, well, yeah. let's not do it. It's time to reboot Enemy Mind. <laughs> Somebody said it for Red Dawn. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. We watched The Avengers. Yeah. I think Thanksgiving is a good holiday to just like hole up and Both just of watch. our movies had the same actors in them. I watched all three Toy Stories. Yeah? Did you really? Yeah. That's good. I, was, I wanted to cry by the end. Well, the yeah. third one. It's well, so sad. It's bleak. Yeah. Blue, well, yeah. It's so dark. I didn't know if you were like just sick of it or something. No, you, no, no, no. No, oh, never. You believe for a moment yeah. that they're. Weak. I know. Now, it, yeah. like, that movie got you, like, gets you, like, looking around your apartment. You're like, oh, man, I haven't played my Wii in a while. Yeah. <laughs> it, gets you, it gets you right in the feels. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm planning to do a double feature of two movies from that time period that I watched at the same time when I was a kid. One of them is the perfect Christmas movie, Die Hard. Yes. Yes. The other is Friday the 13th, Part 7. I just I watched when I was a kid. I watched them both like right at the same time. Really? I want to do a double feature we, with both those movies. And I will fight anyone to the death that tries to tell me Die Hard's not a Christmas movie. Oh yeah, of course. Who Obviously. would tell you that? <clears throat> I don't know. Girls. There's people. They're out there. Girls? They exist. Yeah. Don't girls. Don't even anyway. start with me, Gallegos. <laughs> uh, let's talk about some video game stuff. We're hearing uh, the next Xbox could possibly come in two versions. 
One being the next generation console we would all expect it to be. The other being, let's see what we say here, um, a more affordable unit aimed at the casual market uh, that uses Windows 8 as its yeah. operating system, and it won't be able to run the latest AAA games, yeah. but it will support downloadable casual games this from Xbox This corroborates Live. what I heard from a friend in development at one point around E3 that told me that the next Xbox would be two versions. Mm. One would be closer to like an Apple TV that's aimed mm, towards yeah. getting it as a media center device in people's homes. Like sure. this is the one that they just want to sell to do Netflix. This is basically their Roku competitor. Yeah, and I'm and sure that, they'll both have, I'm sure they'll have Connect integrated. Exactly, and it'll still be Xbox branded. Yeah. And then this this totally goes in line with what I had heard months ago. I mean, so this is, could be true. yeah, I would agree with this. You know, I don't know. I don't have a, the sort of inside info that you've gotten. But, I mean, it, it makes sense because we've talked about on Gamescoop before about, you know, Microsoft just dumps all kinds of stuff under that Xbox label now. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a big success for them. Xbox Music. Yeah, they really like it. Like, they've always been successful in the business world, and that's how they became, you know, one mm -hmm. of the biggest companies in the world. But they've had trouble getting, like, consumers on board in any real way besides making, you know, people kind of have to use Windows. And so... With Xbox, like Zune didn't work, but now it's Xbox Music, you know, and, and their tablet business didn't work, and now there's talk of there maybe being an Xbox tablet. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, like, what does that have to do with Xbox 720, you know? I'm just yeah, saying, Xbox 720 would be like the next console, and then this one would just be called like Xbox Home. Yeah. Well, that to me seems to be a different thing than the next X Xbox coming right. in two versions. Yeah, yeah. Right? I would agree. Yeah, that, I agree. I mean, I guess it's more just that. This one would be there, like they said, to play downloadable games. Yeah, you know? I mean, I, the only I think this is a good idea. I think it's fine. I think um, you know people use I use my PlayStation more for watching Netflix and Blu-rays than actual games, and so yeah, I mean consoles are sure. these digital devices already. Like it's already there, and so you know Microsoft is just kind of trying to do a better job of maybe serving that audience that doesn't care to spend you know whatever it's going to cost two ninety nine or three ninety nine to get a new Xbox where it's fancy graphics, yeah. but. That, that makes sense. Well, it helps them, yeah. too, with their install base, because imagine if you're trying to get people to develop for Xbox tablets, mm -hmm. and you're like, well, okay, there's like a million of them out there, and they're like, well, I could develop for that or develop for iOS, but if these, they can get something like this, like a home yeah. cheaper system to develop, and you can develop for both simultaneously, then yeah. you have a much larger install base I agree. to work with. And I hate sort of, to... but you're, you're also kind of splitting up your same install base, though. If you're well, saying, you can play this on the tablet, and this on a 360 controller, or a 720 controller, or whatever it is, and the deluxe 720 or whatever doesn't come with that same tablet, then you're telling a developer, you know, pick a path. Yeah, but that's already the case. I mean, developers are already choosing whether they want to make a game for iPhone, you know, or whatever. Like, it's not really a path. Like, well, we could make the next Uncharted, or we could make Angry Birds. Like, no, like, you know, your size and, uh, you know, the nature of your business already dictates kind of what kind of game mm -hmm. you're making. Um, you're right that they have a problem communicating. You know, they're going to have to make sure that it's super crystal clear to everybody. Like, you don't want someone buying a game and then it doesn't work on their Xbox. Like, yeah. That sort of deal. Which I think is, like, the, the problem Nintendo's probably having right now. Where yeah. their marketing is a disaster. They have a cool new system in their hands and nobody knows what it is or how to use it or if it's a new controller for the Wii or if it's a new DS or... You know, Speaking of that, that's a good segue into our next topic, which is we're hearing reports of a, a new actual a new Wii console original redesign, Wii. original Wii, like a Wii Mini console that could be released as early as December seventh. How so, much I mean, this smaller would, do you need to make this? This thing? wouldn't surprise me necessarily though, because even towards the end, even after the like GameCube was out, they were still releasing sixty four. Yeah, like SKUs for a long time afterwards. Like, well, and obviously that's been sure. Sony's game plan, you know, yeah. forever. So, but Nintendo just released a new console. The Wii U. It's been out for a week now. Yeah. 
They also announced in that same week that they are not making any more software for the Wii. They are done with first-party software. So they will not focus on any new games for that system that if they're saying, hey, we're putting a new redesign out, it's your job to go hunt down all the old games. There's nothing, there's no new compelling software that says, this is, I need to jump in right now. Like, a, a, yeah, so a new Wii SKU requires advertising dollars and, and marketing. And right now when they're just launching a new system, what they're gonna, why wouldn't they just put all their... Yeah. I don't know, maybe, the, yeah, maybe that's they not just see the way that it worked out for Sony, because Sony continued to sell a crap load of PS2s even after the PS3 was out. Those new SKUs are often cost-cutting majors. Um, you know, I don't remember specifically what Sony cut, but I think they cut USB ports and they cut other things you know, when they, when they slimmed down the PS3 and PS2 and PS1. Right. Um, each one of those consoles you know, used cheaper parts, was cheaper to manufacture, was smaller, less packaging, and so you know, they want to continue supporting their system for years. I don't think it's necessarily a move to... You know, we want to sell another several million Wii's, so let's redesign it. But it's just like they want to continue supporting it, you know, over the next few years, and this allows them to squeeze a little bit more dough. I mean, not support it, but I mean, people are going to continue buying it. So, so these console redesigns are often designed to, you know, increase profit margins. To me, it just seems strange. Like it, it, they have a new system out that plays Wii games. It came out a week ago. Mm -hmm. Push that. You know, people are already confused enough as it yeah. is. The Wii was already redesigned. Right there was the Wii, there was the Wii Family Edition, which was horizontal. They stripped out GameCube support. I completely forgot that existed. Yeah, Does most that most exist? people did. Yeah, that's that's, that's the thing. Um, it's it's horizontal, and there's it doesn't play GameCube games. And other than that, that's it's just another Wii. So, but the Wii sold three hundred thousand systems this week. Yeah, the Wii yes, and the Wii U the Wii. sold four hundred thousand. Right. So people are there's still a market for it. So, uh, but to me, Nintendo's kind of like the like an excited puppy at a party where it's like, you know. <laughs> Nintendo is? Yeah, where they're, they're doing okay and one or two people pay attention and they start doing tricks and then everybody starts looking and they're like, oh man, I can do all this and they just tear the whole house down. It's like you have a, D, <laughs> you have a 3DS XL right now that's doing well. You have the Wii U that's doing pretty well. Both platforms have great games and are getting good support and then they come and do something like this, which is I mean, just I don't, I mean, stupid. I don't, think, I don't think this is stupid. Like, I don't think this is a sign that they're gonna have to, you know, you're assuming that there's gonna be marketing behind it and I don't assume that at all. Like, it can just be, this is the Wii, that if you want a Wii, this is what you get now. Hmm. And it costs Nintendo X dollars to manufacture instead of, you know, whatever the old one did. That would be my guess. I wouldn't I expect think, a television I, campaign or get the new slim Wii. I think that all of their <laughs> focus is better on telling people and explaining to people what the Wii U is right now. Because I think that most people still have no idea. That I completely agree with. It's a gigantic mistake that that it, system it looks, isn't. To most people in a magazine ad, it looks like that drawing tablet that put THQ yeah. almost out of business. Draw you? Yeah. You draw? You, you draw. Ubisoft draw. has one of those out right now, yeah, too. Yeah. It's called Drawsome. Yeah. It's not, it's not clear at all. The biggest mistake with the Wii U is that it's called the Wii U and not Wii 2 or yep. a different name. Totally agree. For sure. Totally agree. Because and you see people in their commercials playing with Wii controllers. And yeah. It's just and so like, you think that you're just buying a tablet. Yeah. It's a yeah, $400 yeah. tablet. It, well, it sounds like you're buying the Wii Fit Balance Board, like my mom has the Wii Fit Balance yep. Board, or a Motion Plus. It's not clear at all that that's a new console. It's also the same company that started the year with a handheld device that played 3D games and then made a bigger version of it that sort of looks like the Wii U gamepad, and it's just like, en enough is enough. I mean, it's weird that there's that we get it because we write about this stuff all day, yeah. and I'm sure kids get it because they have their finger on the pulse of that, but casual person walking into a store wanting to pick up a new game console is just going to go, oh, I'll just get the Xbox because it has Call of Duty. How many yep. of those 300,000 Wiis that were sold were people going into the store and accidentally buying the wrong yeah. thing? Yeah, exactly. Well, sure, yeah. We've also seen data recently this, that this holiday season, kids want an iPad more than they want a Wii U. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, the Wii has been out, like we said, for a week. Mm -hmm. It's sold 400,000 copies so far. 
That's the, that's actually very healthy. I mean, I don't know what expectations were, but they'll well, be they'll be you a know a lot of us basically to handling those first week sales. I'm sure. Yeah. So by comparison, the original Wii sold six hundred thousand units in yeah. its first week. Okay. So there's that, and like we were saying, the original Wii just sold half of that amount, 300,000 this week. Which is yeah. really crazy if you think about it. That's actually like the, most, the more surprising thing there. But um, something I was like telling our news editor was that I, I feel like Nintendo has probably overshipped the system this time around. I think they put too many systems in, so, in stores. Mm -hmm. I don't think they, they push it enough in the marketing uh, perspective to, so that people really understand, as we said. But it's also, I think, that after the, after the GameCube, they really had no idea what success was anymore. Like aside from handhelds, to have like the whole world wanting your console again, that was a feeling Nintendo hadn't had in a while, right? Yeah. So all of a sudden they were saying, you know, we have this new thing, everybody wants it. It was like that's that year's Tickle Me Elmo and everyone was going crazy for it. Demand was through the roof, like the eBay auctions for yeah. it were crazy. And now this time around they're probably like, well we want to make sure that doesn't happen again, so we're going to send out more than we need and people were like, we're not that hot on it as we mm -hmm. were the last time. Yeah, so, wasn't it interesting when he was home, uh, the Walmart just had piles and piles yeah, of Wii's yeah, which I mean, just, just and just anecdotally alone, like that was not a story you heard at all in yeah. what two thousand five, two thousand six. You know, we've got a quote from Reggie, uh, Nintendo of America's president, where he says Wii U is essentially sold out of retail. It's like they're not even they're not even sold out. You know? Yeah, it's not a sold out at all. Yeah. Like uh, you could find one two days after it launched, even mm -hmm. in GameStops. Like they got in more. It wasn't like they were like we don't know. It's like yeah, we'll have them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. I mean, it's obvious the Wii was a phenomenon. It's the best-selling console ever, you know, of all time. And so I do think that puts Nintendo in this Is position. Is that true? I, I mean, well, maybe really? I shouldn't say that quite so I want to say the PS2. Outside. Yeah, well, and okay. I, I, know, I know that the, the, the margin between the PS2 and the Xbox and the GameCube was something like 100 million systems. Yeah. And for the Wii, it's actually, it sold more than the Xbox and the PS3, but more people bought yeah. Consoles with traditional controllers. You're right. Let me, thank you for saving me. I'm going to roll this back. I'm not sure that it's the best-selling console of all time, but it's Nintendo's best-selling. Well. Yeah. Since well, shit. Now I'm not even sure that it's Nintendo's best-selling console. No, so I, like, I, how think, many, I think it is. I think it is. I think we it don't is. have this data. We, we know the statistics. I believe that Wii Sports but, is their best-selling game of all time. I know that surpassed yeah. the original Super Mario Brothers. Okay, so fair you enough. Know it was a pack-in as well. So yeah, it's we're in the weeds here. But what sure. I was getting at was that the Wii was a runaway success. Yes. Right? And so Nintendo's in this position where, you know, the Wii U is not coming as strong as the Wii out of the gate. But that's tough. Like, what were they supposed to do? Like, yeah. you can't just, like, success can't follow success indefinitely. Mm -hmm. Like, at some point, this thing was absolutely bananas when it launched. And yeah. so for anything to be less than bananas when you're half a banana now, like, like then what's, what's the name of that like, second single from that Call Me Maybe chick? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, see? Okay. Tough act to follow. That's, so, yeah, whether it's their best-selling console or not, that's what I was getting at. I see. Uh, Brian, I think you're the only one of this group that has a Wii, at ho Wii U at home. No, Anthony does too. You have one too. You bought one too. Yeah. You <laughs> There's nothing to play on so far besides Mario. That's like the only. Well, okay, Scribblenauts too. To be fair, Scribblenauts is great. Nintendo Land's but, a lot of fun. It's it's a weird, weird game to. Like, but I'm still waiting for the game that every night I want to go home and I'm like, I want to play that. And right. the thing about a game like, like Scribblenauts is, I'm sure I haven't actually played the Wii one. I'm sure it's great, but there's like a really, really great, awesome one on iPad that's five bucks. Mm -hmm. Like, is the one on Wii ten times better? Yes. Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, yes. Because you can you can type Mario and Mario pops up. No, because it's got an object editor, so you can create anything. No, that's Whereas cool. the uh, the iPad one's limited, and it's a lot. The iPad one's a lot more linear. This one's sort of just an open world. But I'm enjoying my Wii U for, for a lot of reasons I didn't expect, which is um, 
you know when you're sitting there with your girlfriend and you're like, let's find something on Netflix, and you have to stare at the TV and like click through, and you're going through, and like you're you're just like, there's nothing here. You can do that by yourself now, and there's just she can watch TV on her own, and it's just like independent. Or I'm on Amazon, and I'm like adding stuff to my instant list, or you know, being able to play a game, pause it, hit the web browser, and be like, how do I find this star coin right from the same device? Yeah. stuff like that's cool. The gamepad functionality is cool. Yeah, I just want more games to play. Yep, totally already. Agree. Let's see now, Brian. You seem really big on, on new Super Mario Bros. U. I love it, yeah. And you're not as crazy about it? I'm not as crazy about playing it by myself. That's all. Mm. I like to play that game with friends. Yeah. And I haven't had any friends come over. Aww. So well, That's not Nintendo's problem. Not, you, haven't, you haven't invited <laughs> me over to play I did download it, though, which I thought was cool. <coughs> yeah, that's super so, cool. You know, I, d- I, b- I did not buy it at retail. Mm-hmm. Brian, does it surprise you that new Super, Bri- su- new Super Mario Bros. U is not the best reviewed Wii U game? Um, well, what is? Darksiders 2. Oh. On IGN? No, like on Metacritic. Oh, on Metacritic, yeah. wow. Um, that does surprise me, yeah, but I think um, a lot of it can be said for the fact that Nintendo just put out a new Super Mario Brothers game a few months ago that mm. people weren't too hot on. I actually really enjoyed it, but um, they showed both those games off at the same time, and it's, like again, typical Nintendo. Like We don't know what we're supposed to be paying attention to here. So they showed both those games at the same time. One of them that we thought was the more interesting one turned out to be the less interesting one, and the really great one turned out to be Mario U, which I think by the time people got to, they're like, ah, oh, it's more Mario. But the more you dig into it, it's actually... Yeah. It's hard, I guess, for like a casual person out there, it's hard to be like, oh, did you play the new Mario Brothers? And they like, they don't even know which one. It's like, yeah. new Super Mario Brothers U or yeah. new Super Mario Super Brothers Mario 2? Super Mario 3D Land? Yeah. 3D Land. Yeah. Yeah. What is the like, new Mario? Yeah, they've, yeah. they've spread the series out in so many different directions. So I'm hoping they got all the new Mario shit out, you know, out of their heads now. And yeah, they, that's good. Of, they did that. Give us, like, another Galaxy. Give us yeah. another, like, Mario World type Don't, of don't give me that. Give me something else. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit of brain fatigue. Honestly, and I bought a Wii U. How many, how many new Mario Brothers new. games have there been? Like with that in the title. Four. 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 Yeah. Like, that's there a little... was one for the original DS, one for the so Wii, even if it's one not for the, the 3DS, and one for the Wii U. Mm. I want so the next, time to stop I want the next yeah. evolution of Mario. Whatever that is. So like what they did with Galaxy. Exactly. Yeah. How do you go bigger than a Galaxy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Once you go Galaxy, that's you never go back. That's not for me to figure out. You know, I don't <laughs> care. We, uh, so when they, eventually they're going to have to stop calling these names New Mario. Yeah, right? like that's they're gonna, not. That's going to have to end. But then it's also, have you played the new Super Mario Brothers? You mean new Super Mario Brothers? No, I mean Mario this. Yeah, you get into like a Spaceballs conversation <laughs> yeah. where like the new You're... Super Mario Brothers is now old. Right. Because there is an old, there are three old new Super Mario Brothers now. Yes. What the fuck? <laughs> and none of that's really, like the levels are all very fun, the games are fun to play, but again, it com- comes back to the strange marketing choices yeah. of that company. Like, yeah. The only like first-party game Nintendo could announce at this point that would excite me is not another Legend of Zelda because I don't want to find the bombs again. <laughs> it's like just like a new Metroid Prime. Like you have a controller with twin yeah. sticks now. New twin Metroid proper- Prime. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm saying, <laughs> you. But I'm saying with proper st- twin sticks, there hasn't been a, a new actual Metroid Prime for a, quite a long time. Yeah. Like not that crap that they had. Like that other Metroid game that people tried to swear that was actually kind of cool. No, they lied to themselves. Yeah, that game was trash. Yeah. And so like me? a first-person. <laughs> Like Metroid game, now that they have a controller that could do it with really cool gamepad functionality. Like, there's plenty of yeah. gamepad functionality that could be built into that naturally. So we we got to look this up, but those games kind of sell worse and worse each time around, and they're actually huge failures in Japan. Nobody cares about Metroid in Japan. Yeah.
Welcome back to GameScoop. In just a moment, we're going to be discussing our biggest game design pet peeves. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're going to make sure I got all the junk out of my eyes. You ever feel like you got the junk in your eyes? Well, Not conjunctivitis. I, I don't know what conjunctivitis is. Pink eye. Oh, okay. Well, Open that, science book. Is that the yeah. real term? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Why don't they just Shows that we know, Damon. Well, it's called pink eye. You guys were too um, busy skateboarding back in the day to learn. <laughs> True. Skateboarders never Skate or eye. die. Before yeah. we talk about gaming pet peeves, uh, Mitch was just at an event seeing Gears of War Judgment, which we've just recently realized is our readers, or at least one of our readers, most anticipated games. Just one. Of next yeah, year. one reader. Cliff Blazinski. IGN fan. Not ready to talk about the game Can't. yet. Can't talk yet. Your preview will be up sometime Soon. in Soon. the nearish future. Soon. But you can tell us about the barbecue that was served at the event. Yeah, it's so all we, stems from Twitter. You were twit, twit yeah. picking. So I, I tweet picked, Twitter Twitter picked, twit peeked yeah. a photo a of the menu. Twin, twin peeked. Twin peeked. Oh man, let's watch Twin Peaks. <laughs> let's just talk about. Can we just talk yes. about hijacking Game Scoop? Damon is Rapid Twin Peaks Scoop now. <laughs> No, so what grabbed my attention about this is that you were in North Carolina, yeah. and you did the barbecue there, yeah. and so obviously they know what they're doing. Well, and it was called heart disease. Like they were, it was, yeah, yeah, they made an event out of the barbecue. It was Microsoft and Epic Games present heart disease. Epic Games is in North Carolina. North Carolina, yeah, they're in uh, Cary, North Carolina. And we thought, oh, that's cute. We saw the menu, and we, we realized, like, oh, this is a lot of food. And then we realized that the options on the food menu were not you know, chicken or potatoes. It was chicken and potatoes and this yeah. and this and this. They're not ors, they're ands. No, the South does not mess around. Like, they give you just like fried chicken and fried vegetables and bread balls and biscuits. Did you get corn on the cob? No corn on the cob. We got cornbread. S- sorted out North Carolina barbecue. And it was yeah. called for a heart attack. Heart disease. Heart disease. Heart disease. Heart disease. Yes. Heart disease. That was the event I love at the restaurant. I have no idea what the restaurant was. Okay. Cannot recall. Best barbecue I ever had, Austin, Texas, when I went yeah. down to see DC yeah. Universe online. That's Austin, a really Texas good has. choice. Yeah, yeah. Like Tyrus just there, eating barbecue all day long. Then he goes, he does his sit-ups the whole way to work. Yep. So <laughs> he loses, loses all the way. Is that What's, how you get to work? <laughs> no. What's so, I o- eat more. In Austin, Texas, I had barbecue. I think it's a chain. Maybe you can tell me where you order the meat by like the pound. Like I want one pound of barbecue, yeah. and they give it to you, and then there's just loaves of bread on yeah. the table. Yeah, that's oh a big God. thing. And did you get the meat on the wax paper? Yeah. Yeah, that's a big thing too. It's so good. Damien, let's just quit IGN and go open a barbecue like that around <laughs> go here. Go to the south. Around here? You know? Yeah, we'd kill. Yeah, we would kill. Um, one of our viewers, Kizaru, 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 writes in with a question. Just wondering what your biggest game design pet peeves of this generation are. Let, let, let Kizaru finish <laughs> speaking He's not first. done yet, Mitch. Also, you don't really need to raise hands. <laughs> Hello, Damon, can I speak? Mitch. Personally, I hate anything that allows me to see through walls. Something that was no doubt brought about by the mainstreaming of video games. Mainstream! <laughs> what? what? I hate it when video games went mainstream, man. I was with you, Kizaro, until... Mainstreaming? Yeah. <laughs> so why, I, you guys... I hate it when video games sell out and let you see through walls. During our pre-interview, our pre-Gamescape interview, you guys voiced support for this pet peeve. Yeah. I don't yeah. get it. Like, so let's give an example first. Are we talking Resistance. about like detective mode in yeah. Batman? Oh. That, so that's that's like the go-to oh. one, right? Because yeah, with Arkham Asylum, the issue was that you could see through walls, and that was how you spent the entire game. Was you relied on it yeah. so much because it was superior. Like there was right. no reason to not have it exactly. On. Um, I mean, and that's a flaw. Not well, necessarily yeah, I mean, a flaw, I mean, but it is irritating. Like something like Dishonored. Yeah, it's like, were well, with Dishonored, well. like Dishonored, you have this game with the P filter on. That's what I call a it. A P filter? Well, everything turns like orangish yellow. Oh, I think even like Corvo had to pee really bad. 
it's just like Batman. It's the same deal. Where when you have it on, when you have the what's the vision called? The shadow uh, vision. Dark, he can dark vision. Shadow vision. <laughs> Whatever it's called. He can see. I think it's dark. Vision. You can it's see shadowed. the cones of it. Like you can see enemies through walls. Well, you can see. It's the a cones fairly of common technique. Assassin's Creed does something. Hitman has similar. something as well. So, but the issue is Eagle other vision. other games balance things out or limit. Like you don't yes. want to leave it on all the time. Yes. yes. But in Dishonored, like there was no reason to never not use I mean, Dishonored, it. Dishonored, you're talking about Batman. And Dishonored. They function very similar. In Dishonored, you have a limited amount of time you can use yes, it. Yes, but if you upgrade it, it, it's basically yeah, limitless. Yeah, exactly. Like, then you can just leave it on all the time. I mean, it's a, it's a great feature, right? Like, it lets you explore the world and, and have these encounters in ways you would not normally. Uh, but in the case of Dishonored, you want to do that because you're in first person, your view is limited. But for me, what I love doing is peeking around corners and like mm -hmm. relying on my own senses yeah. to figure out where guys were while having the supernatural ability to get around and to take advantage of people and or like to possess them and stuff. Looking through walls felt like a cheat. Like, just a flat-out cheat. You don't have to use that feature. Sure, absolutely. And for the most part, I tried to avoid using it. But we uh, interesting so pet peeve, I think. Sure. When I read this question, I thought they meant, like, clipping through walls. Like, swinging oh. the camera, oh. like, glitching through a wall. And I'm like, mainstreaming? Well. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Mainstream people love so, to glitch through walls. I apologize, Kizaru. That makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, well, that would, yeah. I would have a problem with the glitching through walls. Yeah. I don't it's know what he means, the mainstreaming of video games. Dumbing them down so more it's more more accessible to the mainstream to like uh, casual gamers. Your Halos, your people who are only picking up Halo, Modern Warfare, Call. No. I mean, I feel so like those are pretty hardcore games. I know. I feel like Call of Duty is a pretty hard, a pretty hard game. You can see through walls. I'm just throwing out, I'm just throwing out mainstream dark. games that people do buy systems for and only buy one or two games a year. The Far Sight and Perfect Dark. You can see through walls with that. Shoot through yeah, walls. The Augur and Resistance stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe uh, removing RPG elements from Mass Effect. That'd yeah. be is that a mainstream? I'm just wondering if that's mainstream. Uh, uh, I think so. Yeah, it got it. Got it going quicker, right? Because you, you got it going quicker. You, in Mass Effect One, you were encouraged to talk to people. You got XP for doing that. In Mass Effect Two, like, nope, don't yeah. worry about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This and then Mass Effect Three is like, you just run down the hallway. better now. Just yeah. run down the hallway and you'll get missions. Like, all right, yeah. great. <laughs> we, uh, I think, uh, Oblivion to Skyrim that's a stern is a good example. That's just gave Justin. That was. Funny. All right, dude. Should I stop? No. It's like, what do you? What do you have to say? The hell is so important. <laughs> Oblivion to Skyrim was a good example of mainstreaming because the armor limitations. Like, you would only have, like, you just put on light armor and you wear it. Like, there's not different, really, like, you're not putting on gloves and boots and greaves and gauntlets. And in Skyrim? There was a few slots, but, like, they're, each game has, like, less armor slots and equipment slots than the game before. I see. Mitch, you were eager to share your pet peeve. Yeah, so I don't know, maybe I'm mis misinterpreting the question, but my least favorite thing about video games right now is arbitrary choices at the end of a video game that is not about choices. Or if it is about choices, I hate making one decision at the end of the game that has no bearing on anything I've done up to that point. For example? Deus Ex Human Revolution. Far Cry mm. 3. Like, Far Cry 3 is a game that does not have choices whatsoever. Until the very end, the last thing you do is left click or right click to make a decision. You pick one or the other. And Human Revolution had the same thing. Fable. No, what would you do, left click or right click? <laughs> Get the hell out of here with your tower, you nerd. Xbox. What are you saying? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you, just, you just involved Damon in something. That you... I'm saying he's playing with a mouse and keyboard, like a oh, loser over there in his okay, mom's basement. Okay. I got you, I got you. My I also really like your comments on Levi's status update. Over the All right. weekend, should good. we now explain that? Please oh, do, because no, I'm confused. Former Everyone IGN, here should be following. Former IGNer, <laughs> Levi Buchanan, tweeted, or I'm sorry, Facebooked yeah. a photo of him going in to see Lincoln. And what, what, what it was really like... Uh, spending a few hours catching up on a civil war that matters. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> and my response was, how, how's the view from your ivory tower? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, so, I mean, Human Revolution had the same thing, where you had this, this whole game was engineered around choices and like becoming a different kind of guy based on how you interact with people and the choices you made and the, the upgrades you took. 
and the last thing you do is pick one of four shitty endings. Yeah. Where the ending is just like Adam being Adam Jensen saying, "Oh, the things were hard, and I made some hard choices, and I picked the one that was dumb." That's a good it, voice. Thank you. I don't know. It just feels it sucks the wind out of my sails when everything I have done up until the end feels like it matters, and the ending has no bearing on what I've done. There's no consequences. There's no after effect. It's just like pick your dumb ending and roll credits. So was this the same for you with Mass Effect Three? Um, because Mass Effect Three, the argument obviously was that no matter what you picked, they were all pretty. They were much they the all same fairly ending. similar, yeah. But I, maybe that's why I was less offended by it because they were very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I played it, I didn't know that, right? Obviously, right. I, I had I picked one of the three or four endings. And I, I saw the effect. Like, the, what mattered about that was I saw what happened. I saw the after effects. Sure. More so than someone saying, oh, and then the world was saved or the world ended or what. Gotcha, I got gotcha, to see gotcha. these people and I got to see, the, like, the landing on the planet and I got to see the people come out of the ship and all of that stuff. I like being able, I like that closure, the kind of falling action. What did you think of Call of Duty? And I guess, spoiler free, since that's a newer game. Yeah, I, I play Call of Duty and I like the... Black Ops 2. Black Ops 2. I'm not going to spoil it. What did you think of Call of Duty 1's choice <laughs> yeah. in the PS1? Yeah. I, I mean, I like the, the choices in that. It, it brought something new to Call of Duty, but I didn't feel like the end had one, like, oh, which are you going to do? Because everything has that kind of moment, right? And in, in Black Ops 2, I felt like the choices were more subtle than X or B. Pick yeah. which yeah, one yeah. you want. And there were those moments, yeah, but there was a lot of subtlety, and there wasn't one at the very end that was like, okay, which ending do you want? Do you want the good ending or the bad ending? Oh, really? I thought there was with the whole thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I haven't gone, yeah, I haven't gone back to watch the alternate ending to what my what, final you, decision was. Yeah, but it's not clear. I mean, both endings are kind of bleak. Okay, okay, both okay. are kind of bleak. I need to get on the IGN wiki, just like you should, and I'll find out all about it. I think developers have a hard time ending games in general. I agree. Sure. Very rarely do I think an ending of the game is really impressive. I, think. I will say, as much as I hate the like right trigger, left trigger for Far Cry Three, welcome, Greg. Thanks. Just picking one of those endings was. <laughs> Picking it, picking one of those endings feels kind of weird in that context because you're not making choices the whole time and it's suddenly like, what do you want to do? Both those endings are pretty good. Mm-hmm. They're pretty good endings. Justin, what's okay. your game design pet peeve of this generation? Flipping through walls. <laughs> <laughs> the mainstreaming of gaming. Yeah, obviously. No, it's a, um, it's not really a game design thing, but like my personal pet peeve when I'm playing games is uh, like I'll start on one platform and then maybe you want to move to a different one, but then there's no real... Like I started Walking Dead on PC, oh, picked it up platform. on iPad. I, I was thinking of a platforming game. Where <laughs> like, jump, I can't platform to platform. No, yeah. Uh, like, it's annoying that, like, if you start a game, I started Dragon Age on Xbox, then pick that up on my PC, then I had to start it all over. Why do you have no dedication to a platformer? Why can't you just, like, I'm started, I started on 360, I'll continue. I feel like you're just indecisive, and we need to no, take I could. to somebody I could. to talk about it. I just, I think, I wish we got to a point where, like, there was one, like, Cloud game save, save yeah. standard yeah. cross-platform. Like, I want, uh, like, an armistice or an amnesty between, like, Sony and Microsoft and Nintendo and be like, okay, look, like, we, we can have all these other differences between our consoles, but, like, you can take your save from I feel one like platform to the other. With, with platforms within the platforms, right? Like, with Steam, we had that with Portal 2 where you buy it on uh-huh. PS3, you got PC copy, yep. you could bounce between them. You had this, the joint yep. save. Mm-hmm. With Origin and, and EA, I feel like there's no reason we can't do that. Why can't sure. we have an Origin save? Yeah, that, I mean, that's the thing, yeah. It really bugged me. EA that could save your, your game on their side, yeah. and then no matter what your platform, they could That's awesome. It. My I mean, Battlefield like characters are different. Like, when I play on 360 with my 360 friends, I don't have the stuff that I have unlocked on PC, because yeah. I've been playing on PC longer, because PCs are awesome, Greg. Yeah. Sure there. I mean, games are more about progress. How's your drivers looking? They're great. They're totally up to date for now. The worst tomorrow. thing in the world is you're going to shut down your PC and it's got that little exclamation point. Oh, great. 19 updates for this fucking thing. Do it yeah. overnight. It's not... Yeah, I, f- I feel it's bad that I've lost guy. that leverage over you, 
over the years because there used to be like every time you turn on your PS3 you had to firmware update. But now it's every time I turn on my Xbox, every time I like while well, I'm going back to my HBO Go app, well, I have to yeah. update yeah, that yeah, app yeah, now. It's, it's like the Wii that like you open over it. me. Like I we used were, to have that. Like we would argue all the time <laughs> about this crap. It's such a that's a disappointment. That's my least favorite thing about video games right now. I take it all back. Goddamn updates every time I put in a. Yeah. Updates, updates, updates. Gotta update my games, gotta update my apps, gotta update my firmware. Yeah. Fucking I like updates, the idea man. that you can make things more stable. I like sure. the idea that something's wrong, we can fix it now. But it is kind of ridiculous on everything we try yep. to do. Oh, Greg, your pet peeve? Um, uh, forced functionality. I forced mean, functionality. You see it a little bit right now with Wii U stuff, definitely with the launch wave of Vita games. Like, oh, it's Uncharted and everything's going great, but now to punch him, please swipe the screen and swipe yeah. up. And it's like, fuck you, this is... Totally pulling me out of the experience. This isn't what I want. You saw a lot of it right when Move launched. You saw a lot of it when Six Access came out for the better first time. Better with Connect. Yeah, better Except with Connect. Except not yeah, ever. Yeah. Never. Yeah. So that's similar to what one of the things I was going to say was motion controls. Just sure. Motion yeah, yeah. controls, are just, I just don't ever want to use motion controls. Yeah. Um, and I was going to say that um, I think like Microsoft and Sony have kind of learned by now sure. yeah. that gamers of our ilk aren't interested in doing that because Halo 4 just came out and there's no Connect functionality. But there was with the last Halo game when yeah. they did the anniversary edition yes. where it was like you could like yell grenade or whatever yeah, and exactly. it was throw like even as recent as Mass Effect 3 I think they were doing Ugh. some Connect stuff. But yeah. I think they figured out by now there's there's just two different audiences. They're not going to try and force Connect stuff into those hardcore games. They're Which is why it's going to be interesting with the next Xbox and the next PS3 or 4 or whatever. What is what what are they going to do? Well, there are games next year that are coming out that we know have Connect functionality. Announcements to come, but there are like it's not going away. Hardcore sure. games oh, that yeah, we yeah, all yeah. want to play will have Connect functionality that we don't care about. Well, I mean, remember that was the big thing at the when Ken Levine came out two e threes ago and talked about Bioshock Infinite, right? And he's like, and also, yeah, we got one of these PlayStation moves. Yeah, we're ever. thinking about doing stuff with it. <laughs> he's like, it, all right, was like, it the move or was it the Vita? It was move and Vita. Oh, it was both. He came out and talked about it, and then he pulled out a Vita, and he's like, That's oh yeah, so. we're thinking about doing something. What's going on with that Vita version? I don't know. Hopefully, we'll find out soon. Hey, can we wait? For that one, until we find out what's going on with that real version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's get one of them out the door before we start talking about the next one. That'd be great. Sure. <clears throat> uh, let's try to get at least one more question. That was today. a good question, though. That was yeah. good. A really good one. I enjoyed uh, that. Kizaru. 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 It's from Ryan Mulqueen. What is your go-to game when you are bored? Ryan, I am never bored. <laughs> Ever. There's so when Damon's bored, there's he looks in a mirror and he's just like, oh, oh yeah. There's so star. many <laughs> games to play. There's so much music to listen to. There's so much music to make. There's so many TV shows to watch. There's so many movies to watch. There's so many friends to hang out with. There's so many beers to drink. There's so much bourbon to drink. Like, no, I'm never, ever bored. Ever. There's so much porn to watch. Wow. This is true. Man, Man now I feel bad that I have an answer. <laughs> What's your answer? Super Hexagon. Sure. Justin and I were just talking about this. Like, that game is... Super Hexagon for the iPhone, now available for PC as well, is like just this, something about it just yeah. makes me happy. And it's always, I don't know, I mean I've played through that game, not through, because it's yeah. goddamn impossible, but like it's something that I've played for hours and hours, like probably 10 hours at this point. And it's a game that lasts, rounds of Super Hexagon last like 10 seconds. Yeah, you're doing great if you make it to 20 seconds. Right, you like, like incredible. It's, it's just so hard, it's you, very simple, it's just a, it's not even a rhythm game, but it is musical and you're just, tapping left or right to spin clockwise or counterclockwise out of the way of these objects that are just constantly coming at yeah. you. It's really zen and yeah, it's, it's very... Just, it's hypnotic and relaxing yeah. and... 
You'll at the lose, same time, super tense and fun. You'll lose hours of your life in five second chunks. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> on the way to Tokyo, Damon, I played that game for like nine hours. And I had, really? It was great. I played it for a long time on that flight. I freaked somebody out. This is the only time, so I play mobile games every single day on the San Francisco Muni. Every day. And the only time someone's ever said something to me was when I was playing Super Hexagon. This guy was like, whoa. Like, I made it <laughs> you really. You didn't know the game? Or he no, didn't know I, the... I, he didn't know it. I made it really far. That's because it looks like an acid trip. He, I made it really far, and when I died, he's like, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, Super Hexagon's good. My choice would just be, I mean, I'm a little biased, but mobile games in general. Like, I have a phone and a tablet full of, you know, these sort of bite-sized, snacky games. And it's like, if I get bored of one, like, if I'm tired of Angry Birds, I can do Super Hexagon. If I'm tired of that, I can do Punch Quest, Funky Smugglers. Like, there's all these really good sort of cool time wasters, time killers. Today, the uh, Hoth levels are out for yeah. Angry Birds. I need to get Angry Birds Star Wars. Star Wars. It's good. It's so good. Yeah. It looks awesome. I love it. Uh, you have anything to add there, Greg? Or? Not really. I, I think for me, it's more of a flavor of the month kind of thing of yeah. what I want, mm-hmm. what I want to be playing at that moment. Like you know, there's not like one game I go back to all the time. Like you know, do you have one that like you can always go back to and never be bored? Like for sure. me, I can jump into Far Cry 2 and be like, all right, this is going to be an oh. amazing experience for me every single time I play it. Yeah, that's that's almost. I guess this isn't exactly what he was asking. Sorry, no, but okay. I think I'd like to get your opinion on if you have like a game that's like a constant in your life. Sure. I mean, like for me, what's I'm, your lost constant? If I, when I when there's been days where like if I'm it, have we all had this? Maybe not Damon. He doesn't get bored. But like where you're like, I want to play something, and you sit there in front of your games, and you look through it, and you're like, what do I want to play? Like nothing, There's too nothing, many choices. I'm spoiled like you're standing in front of the fridge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Nothing's Snack. jumping out. I'm spoiled like, for choice. I have 300 Steam games, and I look at them, and I'm yeah. just like, eh. None of these <laughs> For today. me, it's one of those things I'll, I'll put Infamous in. Again, okay. You can play oh, that over man. and over again. One or two. One. Really? Yeah, well, I haven't. I mean, I haven't been bored to that level, I guess, in a while. Maybe it'd be Infamous Two now, but it, probably it would still be Infamous One. Wow. Go back, see Trish, see what's up with her. This one kind of yeah. sucks. But then, like, no, two, you kind of suck. Shut up. Sorry, I didn't have left click, right click. All right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> buddies. <laughs> um, and then also, I mean, I I'm still. I'm still a big DC Universe Online fan, and I, but I want hours on top of hours to play DC Universe Online. You figure out a way to work that into every, every that's not Greg's, even every game's game, just I'll every video. I'll tell you right now, I'm planning, I'm planning a vacation too. in January where I'm, I'm going to try to take a week off just to chill, and I expect to platinum <laughs> DC Universe Online, and I may just make you a never call. never platinumed it? No. Platinum. It's impossible. It's, no, it's not impossible. It's actually really easy, but oh. it's just a huge time suck. And the problem was that when I got, what you're supposed to do is like, you know, this is before I was an MMO player. Because now I'm a big yeah, MMO player. Greg loves his left click, right click. I'm a big DC MMOs. Universe player. Yeah. Can we say that at least? Yeah. So when you look at the trophy list, I thought, oh, you know, there's the trophies are all like, you know, get this char- get your, you know, whatever character to level 30. And I was like, oh, well, that'll be easy. And so I did that with my characters, but then I wanted to go play, you know, the, the after game and the raids and do all this. So Taylor Swift I didn't end at 30. She kept going for literally another 50 hours of me doing raids and quests and stuff with her. We, uh... So now I need to get, I need, I need to assemble a team to go through... <laughs> Level thirty, like four more characters, and just oh. stop. We're not. We can't that's, go through and raid. That's too much. We. Uh, I'm. I'm curious to hear, Damon. You're looking like you're ready to move on. We got to wrap up this episode, show but it's okay. you know, we're okay. What, I just wanted to hear your constant games, like the games that are like a part of your I life. I did have something to say. Yeah. Uh, the Disgaea, I can always return to because you can just level. You can just go into the item worlds and level grind forever. Yeah. That's but a, good a current generation game that I can always put in, and have fun with, is Just Cause Two. Oh, that's that a good answer. Island is yes. just so fun, just to run around. Damn. When that game goes on sale on Steam. Buy it because sure it's like it two dollars. It's yeah. it's on sale every time there's a Steam sale. It's like it two dollars. Speaking of sales, we, we should probably mention that THQ, uh, what Humble Bundle? Yeah, yeah. Humble, humblebundle.com. It's amazing uh, for yeah. what five ninety nine, five six bucks. Uh, get, like, you, yeah, that's only if you want Saints Row. You can pay a dollar and get the rest of them. Yeah, what um, all the games are there? It's Metro twenty thirty three, Saints Row the Third, uh, Company of Heroes. Is it all Dark of them Siders. or just Company of Heroes? Company of Heroes and it's like and it's expansions. Uh, okay, so there's two expansions. Darksiders. 
All of these games are amazing, except maybe Dark Souls. And you can pay whatever you want and get. I like the first Dark Souls. It's okay. It's a lot. We. Uh, yeah, I also. I don't know say, if it's amazing either, but I like that game a lot. Yeah. yeah. And it's worth a dollar. It's worth it. <laughs> you may remember a couple weeks ago, uh, we were going to give away this Best Buy gift card. Ooh, and I, thank you. We asked. No, you didn't win. Oh. <laughs> we asked viewers to send in their best video game GIF. Got a lot of entries. Uh, the winner, I think, comes from Cody Rostron, who uh, sent in this GIF. Isn't that great? Oh my really? god, I loved it. I loved had the, so I much fun the, watching the, the thing do the things. Gif and with the <laughs> animations. Ah, look at that. Cody gave me his email or his uh, address, so I will drop this in the mail for you right now. So you see, viewers watching GameCube literally pay. This podcast is brought to you by Audible, a provider of audiobooks with more than 100,000 titles to choose from. For listeners of GameScoop, Audible is offering a free audiobook download when you sign up for a free 30-day trial. If you're not already quoting from it every day, may we suggest checking out Ready Player One by Ernest Cline. It's like The Matrix mixed with video games, Star Wars, and transforming Japanese robots. And we love it. To get started, head to audiblepodcast.com GameScoop and follow the instructions to get your free audiobook. On with the show. Welcome back to GameScoop. We have a question from one of our uh, super fans here, Yer Donan. Oh! Uh, from Israel. Love we love Yer. Yeah. yeah. Stay safe over there. Yeah. Uh, so his question is, while everyone is talking about Game of the Year awards and such, I was thinking about the other side of the spectrum, wondering what games disappointed you this year. What a hater. Doesn't necessarily have to be a bad game per se, just titles that didn't live up to your expectations. The Razzies, they call them. Yeah, well, video no, games. Nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call it? Raspberries. Um, so obviously, everyone's going to say Assassin's Creed 3. Yeah. I'm enjoying the... I, I started, I'm only two hours in. I was having fun. It's what I expected out of Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Oh, really? You expected... Never mind. I'm not going <laughs> to get into it. I'm not going to spoil it. I don't care. Tell me... Say, let go. Show you me your get narrative. Into it. Yeah, show me your narrative. Uh, Why you the fuck does it take me seven hours to play as Connor? I don't know. Why? Well, I didn't, I didn't, half of the game... That's, half of the game is tutorial. And then you, you're like, oh, finally, I'm Connor. More tutorial! More like tutorial. People out there who don't work at IGN don't read IGN. You know, they just they want a new game for their Xbox. They ah. see, oh, there's this new Assassin's Creed game. You play as this Native American assassin during the Revolutionary War. That looks awesome. Right. They get it home, and then what do they get? All of the stuff that is on the box is shit. You don't Everything see that they've 50% mar- you've seen of the marketing game. is like not in the game until yeah. you've played several. And then hours all into of it. that stuff is like kind of not good. It's just you follow people around, which is going back to yesterday's thing. Like one of my least favorite things to do in video games. Such a pet peeve to. Just follow shit around. It's so annoying to yeah. not be in control of what I'm doing. But so again, just, that's Assassin's Creed. Like I mean, like I feel like I'm playing the hand that I knew I was getting dealt. Like I, I have man, I love too. Assassin's Creed too. Like you were Ezio, pretty much right away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was out there buying paintings, <laughs> dying <laughs> my clothes. What do I care? But when you Waste follow when you follow people, I, I always like I knew what I was doing and I felt like I had a goal. And with AC3, I'm following people and they're talking about something that's like. Oh, there's a general over there, and you go to the general, and you're like, "What? Why am I here?" And you listen to him, and you go back and talk to your friends. It's just so much like following people, listening, walking to a cutscene, walking to a cutscene, walking to a cutscene. Do you think that Assassin's Creed is going to take the mantle, at least right now, in popular gaming nomenclature that uh, Metal Gear had forever? In terms of being like stupid bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's a cutscene. Oh yeah. Playing a movie. Oh, oh, I think because it's like totally loopy and. 
Well, that, like, I, I, I mean, the Assassin's Creed story has always been that way for me. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The what, this really is dumb. what Damon and I were talking about. I haven't played Assassin's Creed 3 yet, but the whole modern day, the animus bothers me. Like, there's no reason for it. I saw totally an amazing tweet from somebody right? that said, all video games are art, except the Assassin's Creed bits of Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> the Desmond bits of Assassin's Creed. Yeah. That's a really good There's thing. just no yeah. reason, it could, because you can still have... Because someone told me, like, no, you need the animus because that's the Templars. No, you don't. The no. And I'm like, you could still have that. and be like, Templars this... are in history, too. It's yeah, fun. exactly. There's this order of assassins, and then if you want to skip forward a couple hundred years, like, Ezio is a descendant of so-and-so, and nice. you don't need... The string don't, flew don't, off. Don't, don't grab it through it's, it's back. Thank you. It's back. <laughs> it's floating around. <laughs> Out, damn spot. Out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, so if you present me with a game where you play as an assassin, you know... Yeah. Uh, in, at any point in history, I'm pretty much on board. Right, but I'm yeah. already on board. Now, Damon, you need to be if I remember correct, one of your critiques of Mark of the Ninja was you just didn't know enough about this ninja's <laughs> lineage going forward. <laughs> no, Wouldn't you have loved? Not true. Not true. Yeah. No? No. I mean, if you give me like it's an Assassin's Creed <clears throat> game and you're in like samurai times in Japan, I'd be like, yup. Like I don't need any <laughs> know, animus, right? Like, anything. All right. That's where the uh, the Vita game succeeded most is that it didn't have that yeah. shit. It was like yeah. you got a loading screen that said like, welcome to the animus, and the you have go, the portable animus here. You yeah, go. you're just you're like have fun, girl. Yeah. yeah exactly. you, it's like almost recreational. Like your <clears throat> character, whoever you are, is just doing it. Cause yeah, the v- like, Vita. I love that it bent a bunch of rules. Like don't kill innocents, and then it was like, oh, a whole bunch of people saw you go kill witnesses. Yeah. They just happened to be on the street corner when I killed that guy accidentally. Now you are marked for death. Yeah. <laughs> I don't there, ha- or go ahead. I don't have a specific game that disappointed me. I'm very disappointed in the year overall. So many games got delayed and put into 2013. Like oh, this is. Wait, I mean, I, are you are you at a loss of games to play right now? No, but I just feel like you know, Mitch and I. You, we talked about from you know 2011, 2010, 20, you know 2009, 2008. Every single one of those years, it's like this is the best year for games ever. Yeah. But then no one's saying that about 2012. Even though 2012, <laughs> I feel like 2012 was good. Like. When Justin and I talked about that last, like we we thought maybe uh, was 2012 disappointing, and I I see like the stuff that we're talking about for game of the year, and I realize like no, these are amazing games. Yeah, I mean but great I, great games came out, but still. But like, it's not like this year has its Half Life two or has its Portal or yeah, yeah. you know its Valve games. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Disappointment for me, yeah. Damon, and this is don't laugh in my face right away. Little Big Planet karting. <laughs> I didn't. Make sense. Not right away. I said I'm not doing it in your face. All right. Okay. <laughs> For me, it was one of those games I told it I knew would fly under the radar and not sell and not move any units and stuff. But I expected a lot out of it, being a big Mondation fan and a big Little Big Planet fan. You were a big Mondation fan. Yeah. And so for them to come together and not live up to either legacy really, really sucked. I thought. Yeah. That's mine. Now I've said my piece. I'll see you later. Yeah, that's good. Did you guys have a game that you thought was going to be just to prolong this even more, Damon, to just keep the conversation going? Yeah. Did you guys have a game that you thought was going to be disappointing, but you were just like, "Oh, holy shit, this is awesome!" After all. Black Ops Two. Yeah. No. Yeah. Black Ops Two. I good really, one. really had fun with. But I don't think I thought it was going to be shit or anything. Yeah, I just like you were just you were like, just Whoa. expecting Call of Duty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. it was a little more. Yeah. Exactly. We got. I sat there and played it all in one sitting. I was like, "Oh, this is yeah. great." Yeah. Angry Birds Star Wars. Is which? Oh, you thought you were surprised by how good it is? Yeah. Yeah. That is an unlikely it's pairing a, that we were all like, well, hang on. We, we, we made Star so Wars much fun awesome. of it. We were like, just mash random words together and you got a video game now. But it totally Yeah, works. but like part of what we were thinking we were making fun of was all the stuff outside the game, the real yeah. world toys, like Angry Birds, Star Wars, Jenga. Those Halloween yeah. costumes were out of this world. They were. Yeah. Really, really good. Uh, that was a really good question, Year. You're one of our favorites. We yeah. love you. Yeah. One of our favorites. You have, to, you have to ask, is he, what, what if you're like, no? No. No. That year kid, he's a bad app. Lost a lot of weight. Did he? Yeah, lost a ton of weight. And he's on this regimen. Just yeah. like Mitch over here, losing all this weight. Quitters. Dodging, dodging hoes left and right. 
I had a burrito today if it makes you feel any better. Good. I'm glad. Get back like on the train. Sour cream. A lot of people I'm are trying to bail on the fat train. Greg knows yeah. the conductor, and he'll continue. I would to never leave you. Too. I'm with you. you. I'm first mate. Right. Yeah, first mate. <laughs> <laughs> that's how trains work. <laughs> <clears throat> Speaking of, anyway, this is Daniel. You tried with that segue. I was just listening to an older game scoop from January 2011. That's old. Uh, where Greg and Damon were talking about the way they want to go out. Yeah. By starvation from having nonstop sex. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that, but that sounds. That sounds like us. So I thought I'd share a story about my great granddad. Oh, what? <laughs> who was a pimp in England. At the age of 68, he was having sex with one of his prostitutes when he had a heart attack and instantly died. His wife, my great nan who has now passed, always thought the girl... I would hope so, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) My great man, 175 years old. His wife, my great man, who has now passed, always thought the girl he was with properly thought herself as a master of sex. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, sure. Do you guys have any wacky family history? (laughs) I don't know. Nothing like my grand... This question was just like, "Eh, we got there, we got there eventually. Wacky family history. My grandpa was a pimp yeah. and died having sex with one of his prostitutes. Mine too. Da, da, do, do, do. <laughs> <laughs> I can't follow that. I can't top that, no, nor do yeah. I have anything like remotely comparable. Well, well Mitch is Canadian. Really yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> That's as far as we go. That's pretty good. If we want to go it's a little far back in the family tree. You've traced, Not far. You've tra- how far back have you traced your family tree? I don't know. This is, for, I don't even, this is like some school Two project they make you do. Right. I don't know what it is. Okay. It turned out, though, that... Uh, I don't know, I'll say great-grandmother, maybe great-great-grandmother. I don't know. Let's I'm, say great-great. Great-great. Well, let's commit. Great-great is what we're going to commit to. Okay. Dorothy, um, we'll call her. Married to a guy, had a kid, got married, the guy left the picture, remarried. That's where the Miller came in. And, that, and then they took the name and moved on with the Miller. Did the Miller so, like, marry the, the other mi- kid? I I'm thought not that's the Miller, where you I'm not the Miller bloodline. You've been living a lie. But exactly. I, sh- I, I should have a other last name. You need name. to find what your real last name is. Okay. I'm confused about that story. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. So I, not, I, I don't follow. One? So no, I thought the kids from the different marriages were going to marry each other, and that would be your wife. No, so uh, can I? Yes, can I get this? Boy a <laughs> so Please spell a, it out. A child me. was born. Damon, can you add a diagram? A child was <laughs> born. <laughs> a son was born. Yeah. The mom remarries, takes in a Miller, so the whole family is Miller. Got it. But that son is not a blood Miller. That's this other man. And that's is the name you. Miller. And so he has the name Miller, even though he doesn't have any Miller blood. So that kid. Is your granddad? Yeah, a great granddad is what we said. Well, he yeah. was a pimp. Got oh, it. No, well, I don't know. Whatever. I follow now. I'm good to go. You got it. Like <laughs> he was a pimp. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now this is Todd Buffalino. I like that. Buffalino. Buffalino sounds awesome. Good name. Like I like that. I went to school with a Dominic Buffalino. Is that the same person? I think that's the same person. Probably. Yeah. 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 Change his name to Todd. Good Probably got married. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, I am new to the show. I recently found the show on YouTube and it's awesome. Yeah! I love it. Anyway, my question is with the first Mass Effect becoming available on PlayStation 3, do you think Sony would follow suit and possibly make the God of War series available to Xbox games <laughs> who no. don't want to buy a PS3 just for God of War? Nope. 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 Oh. Not a chance in hell. No. Not a chance. That get, so the difference between those two is that Mass <laughs> Effect was developed by, a, by BioWare, which EA bought and then... Yeah. The, it's the a big third party, first party. The big difference is that it's EA. It's not Sony or Microsoft. Yes. Sony Santa Monica did God of War. That's a Sony owned studio. That is their baby. Microsoft was involved in Mass Effect, but had like an expired lease on the franchise. They, yeah. They we, published uh, the first game for a timed exclusivity on yeah. Xbox 360. Although I will say, like, say, never say never. Right. Because I used to work at a video game store years and years ago. Um, Which one? 
Uh, it was an independent place in Iowa. And uh, someone came into the store and it's like, did you hear there's going to be Final Fantasy on the next Xbox? And this is like when the Xbox One was like pretty new. And I'm like, you're crazy. Let me explain to you the reasons why this will <laughs> never happen. Like, I was the guy that knew what he was talking about. And then... And that lo- kid you sent home? Jeff Gerstner. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I appreciate that. God of War will never come to the Xbox. Ever. It's Mar- market kids. Never. See what happens. Never. One day Sony will be out of publishing That's, that's what I'm saying. There's not hardware. Gonna, someday well, there's going to be no such thing as a video game console. And never. That's true. It's just going to be beamed into our brains or yeah. something. I don't know. That's not an Xbox. Colin Campbell has an article up on IGN now about um, asking the question, has this generation gone on too long? And has it been damaging to the industry? And he brings up a really good point that uh, like Sony's not, the company is bigger than just its you know, Sony computer yeah. entertainment. Yeah. They're yeah. a big electronics company. And the company as a whole is not doing well at no. all. Nope. Sony, stock, the video games are the only thing yeah. making money. Their stock is like junk status, yeah, right? Yeah. So like this company is supposed to develop and launch this new, like, uh, you know, that's video game console. That's that's very different from Nintendo, where they're just they're just a video game. Yeah, they, yeah, they, exactly. have the, they don't have this they don't other have to business, worry about and they have get... they have war chests full of money that they can do it with. Yeah. So that's the difference between these two companies trying to launch yeah. uh, these new consoles. I thought those are very good points. Yeah, yeah, those are. I mean, there's even though he's British. Even <laughs> I know. Well, his you know, he's overcome that handicap and managed to make it. <laughs> <in the> world. <laughs> <laughs> Through the language barrier. <laughs> We, uh, I mean, what's interesting about that with Microsoft and Sony is that they're beholden to like a board of directors, right? So at any time they could be like, you know what, this video game thing, you're not, this is not a part of your yeah. company anymore. And that won't, you know, they're making money and yada yada. There's a bunch of reasons why that won't happen, but they could, right? Like that, that's always an option. That's well, on the, the more table, interesting so. thing is to think about maybe them splintering off PlayStation yeah. into its own brand and yep. getting yeah. it out yeah. from underneath the Sony Electronics. That's the thing about both Sony and Microsoft. For Sony, the PlayStation uh, division is like one of the only profitable divisions of the company. But even that was rocky. And you know, then, yeah, yeah. for Microsoft, the, the Xbox brand is the only like cool brand that yeah. Microsoft has ever had. The well, Xbox they're rebranding everything at Microsoft yeah. with Xbox. Yeah, we talked about that recently. Yeah. We, uh, we talk yeah. about a lot of things. That's true. The Xbox Two also... conversations. Lost money pimps. for six or seven years straight, and then they finally were able to turn that corner. Yeah. And strange corner. <laughs> this is taking a strange corner. Uh, I got time for at least one minute, one more email this week. Uh, Benjamin Musgrave. What is what, they have such says, good names. Yeah. I'm a high school student in my last year, heading to film school when I finish. I'm also very intrigued by the video game industry. Mm. Do you think that with games like Heavy Rain and Walking Dead, that the gaming and film industries could at some point in time combine mm. to an interactive mm. media? Please no. Well, yeah. you already see a lot of overlap, right? Sure. You see people who write scripts for movies. They'll write, you know, scripts for a game. You get the composers. Hans Zimmer doing the music. Yeah, yeah. Composers yeah. working in both areas. You have voice actors working in both areas. Computer animators, I assume, can <laughs> work in both areas. Uh, so there's already a lot of that overlap. You know, I don't think they'll, they'll have like being in like a combined industry. Right. Like on the on the on the back end stuff, really. like on the development side, that's great, right? Because we have. People doing that because they are musicians, because they are artists, because they are whatever, they're animators. These are just people with talents that happen to apply to multiple areas yeah. in different industries. As soon as like a film becomes this like interactive bullshit, I'm out. Well, well I, yeah, just, I, mean, I just have no interest in that. There'll never be one industry. Audience, we need to get them off the ground. <laughs> we, uh, the, the industries are a Venn diagram, right? So you have like video games and you have movies and there is overlap. And that overlap is probably bigger than it's ever been thanks to animators and computer graphics and you know all the things that you just listed off. That's what you're going to say. Thanks to Andrew Goldfarb. Thanks to Andrew Goldfarb. <laughs> Great job, Single-handedly. Andrew. He's one who went from being an extra in movies to writing about <laughs> games. So he really connected it all. Yeah. He's living the dream. Yeah. 
Um, and so yeah, but there's still obviously huge areas of that Venn diagram that are gonna that are separate and that'll stay separate. But you know, if you have a passion for games and you're going to film school, like you can probably do something in either of those industries if you want. Yeah. This is an international sign for either. Oh really? No. See, Goldfarb. I thought that was this. <laughs> Goldfarb is like this comic book character called Access, who could go between the DC up. universe. Is this real? Yes, the DC universe and the Marvel universe. That's not what? true. Yep. No. Yep. Is, yep. He, does, yep. is there a canonical explanation for well, like yeah, how DC, DC and Marvel came together to fight? You know, Why don't they put that character into really? the movies, both yeah. the Marvel and DC movies? Because everybody's owned by different things. They don't want that. Maybe access will break down those barriers. Marvel can't put its own Marvel things in movies. Can we? Yeah. Spider-Man yeah. can't be in the Avengers. I am legitimately curious. I want to know more about how. Access? Yeah. Well, well there was maybe a guy. This is a topic for another oh. day <laughs> before we let. I'll Greg. tell you all about it. Let's just say it involves a homeless man in a glowing box. <laughs> this story sounds awesome. Lots of my stories involved start out that way. Oh, an access spoiler cast. <laughs> One of these days. <laughs> Viewers, you may have noticed I'm wearing a GameScoop t-shirt. If you'd like to have your own, uh, we'll put the link in the uh, little beneath. Do you uh, come with the shirt? Yeah, no. Oh. We'll put the link below or we'll put it in the screen that you can click on. Yeah, either way, some way, somewhere in your field of view right now. <laughs> they get it. It's on the screen right now. This explanation's they gone on way too long. It just, you just keep putting it up. Just <laughs> populate the entire There's screen. There's going to be a long string of letters and numbers, and if you p put your mouse over it and then click your mouse button over it, it's going to take you to another page where you can purchase the I don't shirt. get it. Unless Start you're over. on IGN.com, then it won't do that If you put in your credit card information, it'll, there's going to be a transaction between your bank account and the... Is there a PayPal sure. option? <laughs> there's some awesome shirts on there. Yeah. One of my favorite shirts is the, the Koopa one that I have yeah. that is just the four Ninja Turtles as Koopas. The best! <laughs> I love it. Well, today it. we're talking about the GameScoop shirt. Turtles. <laughs> Buy the GameScoop shirt. Turtles. Way Buy to go. the Beyond shirt. Can we do like a competition to see which sells more? The Turtles or the GameScoop shirt? Yeah. So please make a tech fetish shirt. <laughs> uh, tech over here! <laughs> we got some tech over here! <laughs> I think that is all the scoops we have for you this week. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Mitch. My name is Damon. This is IGN GameScoop. And we're out. Hey, listeners. We never said that. <laughs>